Today with Sarah McInerney, weekdays from 10 on RTE Radio 1. Well, many of us spent the beginning of lockdown at least getting to grips with programmes like Zoom and FaceTime and WhatsApp for work purposes, but also perhaps more importantly, to keep in touch with friends and family whose movements were restricted. And while many people managed the steep learning curve as we adjusted to the new ways of life, others found it difficult, particularly some of the challenges posed by technology. Now, Fine Gael TD Fergus O'Dowd has called for funding to be ring-fenced to, to provide older citizens with the digital skills training, which has become so important over recent months. And Deputy O'Dowd joins me now on the line along with Anne Dempsey, Communications Manager for Third Age and Senior Line, and Mary O'Rourke, former TD and Minister. And thank you all very much for joining us this morning. Um, Fergus, I'll come to yourself first, sure. because there is already money there for improving digital skills, but you're saying that it should be specifically for older people. Yes, indeed. And in fact, in the programme for government, there's an explicit commitment to explore a new digital skills for citizens grant scheme, focusing on one-to-one training. And I note particularly Age Actions Ireland's policy in relation to supporting digital literacy among older people. And I would agree absolutely with them that we need to concentrate on older people. And particularly, it appears that one-to-one training is a key requirement for older people. Many of them, uh, they lack confidence and they prefer, if they can, and not doing down older people, when I say that, it's just in the report, that if we can train them in their home, it's probably the best place for a significant number of people. How you do that is, is, is what is the issue. And obviously with COVID restrictions and older people are again subject to increasing restrictions now. So I think we need to reach out in a specific way to ensure that they can live the full life uh, in terms of their social life, their family life, getting in touch with their grandchildren, doing their banking online, dealing with their doctor online, as you say, with Zoom and so on. And I think a one-to-one correspondence seems to the most effective way to do that. And that's certainly uh, what I will be pushing for with the government relying mm-hmm. on this commitment. And MC, would that make a big difference, do you think? It would. I think I really thank Fergus for raising this issue, Sarah, because we know very well, we've both sides of the coin with us. We All our volunteers are trained in, in, in technical and they're excellent in what they do and keeping the service going. But on the other end, we have our callers, our clients, who are finding it very, very difficult sometimes to manage and feeling particularly alone. We are part of the whole situation we are. We give classes, we've been given classes to older people on as part of the, getting the Citizen Online programme. But as Fergus said, how do you do that face-to-face in these days? Mm. So it, well, I suppose I, I welcome most of all the introduction of the conversation because older people have been feeling very marginalised, particularly during COVID, and particularly kind of silenced. And, you know, their ability to communicate is not really appreciated to the same extent. Mary O'Rourke, what about it yourself? I know you're there in our Athlone studio. Have you found um, the use of technology very important during the last couple of months? Yeah, yes, and I very much welcome what Fergus has put forward. Just to tell my own case, when I lost my seat in 2011, the next day my son Angus here in Athlone came into me and he had an iPad and I paid him for it and he said, Mum, this will open the world to you and you to the world. So um, I said, yeah, but how am I going to manage it? And uh, he had a, a, he knew a, a young primary teacher. So it picks up on Fergus's point about one to one. And he asked her if she would come down. And she did. She came about 
twice or three times and she told me the rudiments and kind of taught it to me and I've never looked back since. I think it's a marvellous idea. Now, I don't think that there is a need for the extremities of technology, but I have my iPad. I can take in all my stuff. I can put out all my stuff. I can... I have a mobile phone. I can speak to anyone and they to me, get messages, send messages. So I think the rudiments are very well needed and you do need help in the beginning for that. Mm. Yes. And that's, that is what you're talking about, isn't it, Fergus? This isn't a complicated technology computer course. This is, this is the basics. Basically, fundamental literacy in the modern context means digital literacy. It's how to use a a computer or a laptop, or as Mary says, an iPad or a phone. Uh, you know how to use it, how to use a mouse, how to download Zoom, how to you know how to how to use FaceTime on your phone. Uh, and I know it's hugely important to stress the contacts which have been broken uh, between obviously older people and their children and their grandchildren because they can't visit them, particularly if they were abroad, uh, and and all of that. So, so older people, uh, well, they are fantastic. They've raised their families. They've they've built up our country and they cannot they, they cannot be allowed to be left in isolation. Now I know the National Broadband Plan is ploughing ahead and there'll be this time next year hopefully there'll be 100 more thousand premises or homes with broadband mm. but it's still not enough and we need to do more to help our they feel very very isolated now and as you know like now we're told that they can't use public transport and a lot of older people they can't drive they're unable to drive so they're going to be increasingly isolated so to order their shopping you know that they would normally go in and shop for, to, 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 to talk to their doctor online, or, you know, so the doctor can see them and ask them questions about their health and so on. Uh, the fact that your stamps have gone up in price and you can't write letters uh, with the same amount of money that you used to have, to do your banking online, and we, we heard of all the scams that are online at the moment, which are upsetting thousands <laughs> of people. So this is a key challenge for all of us, okay. and it's necessary. And I also think, Sarah, that we should try and... Uh, one of the big divides at the moment seems to be between the young people and the older people. And I think it's a very small number of young people who are causing the problem. The vast majority of young people want their older family members and yeah. neighbours to, to succeed. Okay. So I think we should look at that as well, an initiative from young people to reach out again in these COVID days to do it appropriately to older people and to, to build up our communities, make them stronger, respect and, and help our older people. All right. I want to ask you, um, Anne, about, about some of what Fergus was saying there about isolation really and it has been a feature obviously for a lot of people over, over the last couple of months but particularly older people and now we have again NEFIT recommendations for older people to restrict their movements if possible. Um, what are you hearing from people who are calling about how they're feeling about what has happened and what's, what's going to happen? How, how are people doing? Yeah, I've been talking to our volunteers over the last 24 hours, Sarah, and we're getting uh, a lot of callers, you know, understanding it. We're getting a mix. We're getting some callers saying, you know, this is ridiculous. I've been, I've been at home on my own. Uh, this is very hard. We've been getting other callers that say, uh, you know, I understand it's kind of a necessary evil. And so many of our callers have been so responsible over all these months, and I would think the vast majority are going to continue doing that. I suppose one of the things that I also are, are they like, angry and or frustrated or there resigned? has been some anger there's been some flares of anger there's been more there's been there hasn't been blame there's been 
there's been a lot of acceptance. I mean, we would feel as a national organisation, pitting the generations against each other is not helpful in any mm. way, and it's not mm. accurate, because mm. I mean, we might as well have fights with the meat factories or the people living in congregated settings. Mm. And one of our other programmes teaches conversational English to migrants. We know all about the life of migrants in Ireland, which is quite difficult. So what we would be more interested in looking at is we have senior lines, Sarah, which I, I know you've mentioned a few, few moments ago and since the COVID uh, began all our senior line volunteers our service has been repurposed it hasn't continued without a break and all our volunteers are now working from home now just to Fergus's point about the challenges that can create for organisations working with older people that that means that our line our free phone line has to be switched between homes and between rotors right through the day because we're open from 10 in the morning until 10 at night. And that has posed a lot of technical challenges. Mm-hmm. And what really would cut through all of this for us, and again, if Fergus was talking about funding, yes, please and thank you, um, we would love if some generous listener or government department to well, cut through all of this if we had one simple phone for each volunteer so that they would be able just to dedicate a senior line phone that would take calls and that would m- make life so much simpler for all of us mm-hmm. and we cost that at about 10,000 euro for the whole service so if anybody wants to help us uh, your researcher knows my number or you can phone our senior line okay. number. Mary I want to ask you about the, the restrictions that we heard about last night and we've been discussing mm. on the programme thus far. Um, as I said, some of them relating to older people and uh, there's no there's no law as such, but it's all recommendations, again, on, on limiting your movement and, and shopping at certain times and, and, and things like that. How, how do you feel about them? No, well, I listened with great interest last night and uh, both to the Taoiseach and then later to the Minister for Health. And I do think... It was very fair. Now, I was in lockdown for all all those weeks and at the time I hated it. But oddly enough, since I'm free now to go away and do things and all the rest of it, I find myself more secure in my own home. And oddly enough, I write a column for the advertiser group of newspapers, a thousand words a week. And I find myself now in the last four or five weeks saying at the end of the column, and do stay at home as much as you can. So why am I writing that? Because that's the way I feel myself. So I go out and go to the chemist and go to a shop and say hello and go around. But I'm glad to get home. And I think... That's a kind of a natural feeling. And you is, know. It, is it a good? Is that a good development, Mary? Do you think, or or are, are people feeling scared now to leave their homes? You know, you know, you're talking about a feeling of security in your home, yes, which wouldn't n- have been you there know, before. You know, you're right, uh, Sarah. I feel if I well, particularly now because the virus is everywhere, and we know that the virus wants to subdue all of us and and make us helpless. So when I go out and I chat to people at a distance and do whatever I have to do and everybody is very careful, which is right and then I am glad to go in my front door and close the door. It's a bit of 
I suppose, being scared being and feeling secure. So I, I don't think there's anything wrong in that. Uh, but it's, you can't let it get a hold of you either. Mm. There's a balance, as you, we all know, in everything. But I just find that um, understandable. I do. And uh, I'm... People are different. I mean, personalities are different. I came out here to the Athlone studio today and I was delighted. And all they had all the requirements, sanitizer, if you don't mind, it was made with dingle gin. <laughs> <laughs> There's a great smell out of that. Only I can the tell best. You. Only <laughs> the best. <laughs> and uh, all of that. But I'd be glad now to go home. OK. Uh, yeah. Just ask yourself, Fergus, then finally, it's interesting hearing Mary's perspective on it. Um, but a lot of anger at the same time from other people, other listeners yesterday about the, the recommendations that the people have to limit their movements again when they're when they're older. Um, what's your yeah. thoughts on it? Well, I think what older people are saying to me is they are very concerned. They're very worried. Mm. They've been fantastic. They've lost lots of their friends and families. As I said, they're completely isolated in many respects. And that's what we're talking about now. But one thing uh, which I want to pick up, which Anne said as well, is that it's, it's not about all of young people that are causing the problem. Uh, but I, I think we need a new relationship, as I said, between our younger generations and our older generations. And if we can bridge that, that would be very helpful because, you know, Young young people are fantastic, and I know the, the small numbers that appeared on our Twitters and so on. You know, gave them all a bad name, and that isn't how young people are. Right. So I think it's a new initiative, maybe now, to work with the National Youth Council and Age Action and other people to see are there new mm-hmm. ways mm-hmm. we can communicate, new ways we can show our love and concern for each other. That is, I believe, hugely important. Right. But the other thing is equally important is that when the legislation is ready, that the doll is recalled when the legislation is ready and, and that people who are openly and, and off and okay. in dreadful ways breaking the law that they're put out of business immediately uh, I think people right, need Fergus, that tell you security uh, for their actions that they're now taking. We'll have to leave it there but thank you all very much for joining us this morning. That's Fergus O'Dowd Finnegal TD and MC Communications Manager for Third Age and Senior Line and of course Mary O'Rourke former TD and Minister. Today with Sarah McInerney on RTE Radio 1.